0: Welcome into the DNVR Buffs Podcast, presented by the Colorado XOs. I'm Henry Chisholm, and uh, what was today? Today was day three of camp. It feels like we're a lot deeper into this than we are. Um, gonna be a little bit shorter podcast today. Gonna try to fly through all this because... Uh, so, as I'm sure you've probably seen on Twitter, um, we we have the fights at the bar tonight, the DNVR bar. Uh, probably too late to tell you guys that you should come watch the fights and talk about the buffs with me, but... There'll be more opportunities for that. The point is, I'm in a bit of a a time crunch here um, because, well, because I wrote three things for that website. Um, I'll plug those real quick. Uh, First of all, just like every day, we have the notes from camp. Um, Basically, like all of the little details, things like uh, the playbook. We got an update on the playbook today, and we'll get into a bunch of this stuff later. Uh, You can check that out. That's like, what is this, 1400 words? Uh, We also, uh, I wrote about Christian Gonzalez, kind of what's been up with him, only like 600 words there, and I think it was like 850 or something on, uh, who did I talk to? Oh, Mark Perry, Mark Perry, Uh, we'll get into some of that today, he had some fun stuff to say, Uh, but yeah, um, let's see, kind of big picture stuff before we get into it, Um, it it was a wildly smoky day. Um, just crazy smoke. So much smoke, actually, that when I was driving up to Boulder this morning, I got a text saying the media availability is going to be inside because everybody just needed out of that smoke. Um, we'll talk more about the smoke, why that could potentially be a problem going forward, um, and uh, talk about all this other stuff too. But yeah, that was my day. Drove up to Boulder, did all that. Wrote a few things, doing this podcast, and then I'm going to go to the bar and watch people fight and make money on it. Um, hopefully, I'll see some of you guys there, too. Uh, before we get into all of this, though, uh, want to plug the presenting sponsor of this podcast, the Colorado XOs. For those of you who don't know, that's a rugby team based in Glendale, Colorado. They share a training facility with the U.S. national team. Uh, it's actually a really cool place to go watch rugby, or, I mean, it'd be cool to watch anything else, but... It's mostly rugby out there. Um, What they're doing is taking athletes who, like, maybe they played college football. Maybe they were, like, soccer players, whatever, teaching them how to play rugby, trying to get them onto that U.S. national team. Um, They've gotten five or six guys into Major League Rugby. It's a cool thing they've got going on, plus Olympic rugby going on. So check out the uh, DMVR Rugby podcast, DMVR Rugby on Twitter, all the written content on the website. Okay, so let's see. We've got about forty minutes. That should be plenty of time. Um, yeah, let's just start with the smoke. Like I said, like it is crazy smoky. And I know a bunch of you guys who listen aren't in Boulder, but when you're at Folsom, like standing right next to Folsom, Folsom, you can you can see the outline of the Flatirons. When you're like driving into Boulder, you can't even see that. It was ridiculous today, Um, and it could cause issues going forward. Uh, So this is all information that Brian Howell shared with me today because uh, he's a nice guy and shares information with me. Um, So the Pac-12 rule is that if the air quality index is 150 or over, then they will cancel a football game. That is the rule. Yesterday, Utah had to move its practice inside because it had a uh, an AQI of 300. Crazy to think about. That's that's double the uh, the, the limit. Today, though, according to Carl, uh, he went out there before practice, and the AQI was right about 100, maybe just under 100. By the end of practice, it was up to like 120, 130. When I left Boulder, it was up over 150. Um, so, again... That's uh, Those are some big numbers, and it could be kind of concerning. Um, Carl actually said today that he was kind of wondering whether they were going to get through that full practice. Uh, he thought that there was a chance that they were just going to have to call it off and end a little bit early. They did make it all the way through practice, but I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, them move to the indoor practice facility at some point in the next couple of days, Because, I mean, again, I'm not like a scientist. It doesn't seem like this smoke is going away, though. Um, That would be a pretty big deal uh, because the the practice fields that they use, uh, it's the ones like down on the other side of the creek, which I think is called Boulder Creek. I think I should know that. Maybe I just think that because of those chips. But um, let's see. What was I saying? I got a funny tweet that popped up. Um, Oh, yeah. So you have three practice fields down there. Indoor practice facility, there's just the one. Um, During the football season, that's fine. Like, you can make it work because you're working on specific things. You're trying to implement stuff. That's why they go up there or to the, what is that? Is that Farrin Field that is right outside? I haven't been to Boulder nearly enough recently because of the pandemic. But uh, the one that's right outside it. Um, One football field is fine there. During camp, you really want to get a lot of reps for a bunch of different players. And that's why they're probably going to go outside as much as they can. Again, if I were putting money on it, I'd say that at some point in the next couple days, they're going to be inside. Um, so that's something to pay attention to. Um, anything from Carl? I, I was concerned whether we were going to get through today, but we had a nice breeze, and I think it helped. I saw how gray, uh, I can't even smell, or I can even smell the smoke today more than the other days that we've had to this point. Um, yeah, I, I, so I like I said, I talked to Christian Gonzalez today. I talked to Mark Perry today. Uh, Christian said that he didn't really feel the smoke. Um, he, he did say it was crazy. It was crazy walking outside this morning and seeing it. You don't see that in Texas. Um, Mark Perry, on the other hand, said that it did make it just a little bit tougher to breathe. Um, more than anything, it's just kind of weird because it feels like you're playing in fog. When I talk, so he's he's been working at free safety, and we'll talk about that a little bit more. But he said it doesn't really change anything football-wise. It just makes it a little bit tougher to breathe. Um... Let's just go through these in order, because I, I tried to put them in order of importance in case we don't get to all of this. But um, So, like I said, talked to Christian Gonzalez today. Uh, talked about a bunch of different things. Um, and probably the coolest was talking about his sister, who competed in the Olympics in Tokyo. You guys have probably seen the clip going around. It's, uh, it's like the Lions held a watch party for David Blau, the quarterback's wife. Well, that is Christian Gonzalez's sister. So we talked all about that. Uh, he was really excited. Um, he said some, some stuff like, uh, you know, it's, it's just what our family does. He also said that his other sister, uh, whose name I don't have pulled up right now, is going to, uh, at least according to him, he, she's going to be in the next Olympics in Paris. So we should be on the lookout for that. Uh, so we talked about some of that stuff. I also asked him who the toughest receiver to cover has been so far during camp. He said, I would say, like I said last year, Vontae. There you go. Um, He said, he gives you the most wiggle at the line. He's fast. And according to Christian, he's the best overall route runner. Uh, It's interesting because uh, you guys probably remember when I was out at Pac-12 Media Day, I talked to Dimitri Stanley, and I asked him, who's the the breakout receiver in this group this year? And he also said Vontae. And he said... uh, Definitely a dog on the field. Dude is unbelievable hands. He gets up there. Um, his routes are crazy. Just a dog. He loves to compete, and it's going to be fun to watch him. So, there's some Vonte hype uh, starting to build. Um, what, redshirt freshman? I mean, we know Vonte, That's probably all we got to say there. Um, we can move along. A uh, couple of interceptions today. Uh, first of all, let's just start by saying Carl praised the quarterbacks. He said that, um, I-, I thought the quarterbacks looked pretty impressive, both of them making good decisions. I didn't see any poor decisions today, good throws. Um, the interceptions were from Anthony Lyle. It was tipped at the line of scrimmage, and he pulled it. Or no, no, no. The tip was Steel Dubar, uh, but Anthony Lyle got the other one. Both walk-ons. Um, you might remember Steele Dubar for, like, blowing up the sp- – the screen in the spring showcase. Um, But yeah, those two guys making plays. And here's the thing. Like I said, both those guys walk ons. I don't know how they're structuring practices. I would guess it isn't ones on ones and twos on twos. At this point, it'll probably come later in camp. It's probably the number one offense versus the two defense and then vice versa. Either way. Anthony Lyle, Steele Dubar, probably working with things uh, a little bit lower down the depth chart. And we didn't hear for sure, like, which quarterback threw the interceptions, but I'm I'm going to guess it was not either of the two in the competition. Um, we'll say, you know, the the tips, that was another topic that that Carl brought up today. Yeah. Um, That they're making plays, they're tipping passes. You'll remember during spring ball, that was one of the points of emphasis was playing top-down defense, is what they called it. Uh, With the idea being, there's always a defender back behind the offensive player, not just because that that means you're going to be able to tackle the guy if he gets the ball, but also because you're in position for tips and overthrows. Uh, You know, ball goes up in the air, it's just going to go a little bit further if it gets tipped. Well, they made some plays off of that today. Uh, you know, it's it's good to hear that they have like a philosophy, and then hear that good things are coming um, from following through with that. Um, uh, some so an injury update. So you'll remember. Again, during spring ball, they had nine offensive linemen at one point. They couldn't even run two units out there. They had Jared Christian, Lichtenhan, playing with the ones and the twos, um, which again, he, at the time, everybody saying, yeah, it's great to get extra reps for some of these young guys, but also at this point, you need your starting line back. So Chance Lytle, he started three games last year at guard, So Colby Purcell, the starting center, he got hurt. Um, and then Kari Cooch moved from guard to center. And then Chance Lytle plugged in at guard in that spot. Uh, he started those three games in the middle of the season. Um, he is back practicing. Carl said, he looks good. He's still probably not 100%, but he's clear to practice. And we're going to be really smart with his reps as we go forward. Good to hear that he's back. Um, and also Casey Roddick, the starting center last year. Um, who, like I said, got hurt. Um, was he... No, no, no. Now I'm starting to overthink it. Where did he start? Because I do want to say... Yeah, Colby Purcell must... Was he center guard? Let me double-check this real quick. I think I screwed that up. So many of these names just over and over again. Yeah, so Purcell started the first game, and then was Cooch, and then Gines, and then Purcell again. Roddick was guard. Okay. There we go. Um, wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Point is, um, he got hurt and now he's on his way back. Uh, so it was actually COVID with him, um, kept him out of most of spring ball. And it was actually, so, so here's what Carl said. Casey missed most of the spring because of the COVID issue. And then things he was dealing with from that standpoint, he just was cleared the day prior to camp. So it took that lengthy time to get cleared. I mean, here's what I'll say. So it sounds like he was dealing with like the after effects of COVID through the entire summer. Um, and now there's a chance like he was maybe out of town before camp and maybe working out somewhere else. Um, and so he, the, the doctors could not clear him because they were not around him, but it does sound like there was some lengthy effects from COVID there. Not that it really matters, but just an interesting thing, topical, very topical. Um, at this point, though, Casey isn't doing tre- team drills. He is doing some individual work, and he's working a lot with the strength coaches on the side during practice on his way back. Um, also, uh, heard about the outside linebackers. So, of course, Carson Wells is the starting outside linebacker on one side, just like he was last year. On the other side last year, we've talked about this a lot, the reps were split basically evenly between Josh Gustav. and Guy Thomas, and Jamar Montgomery. Um, Carl said that you could see that split again this year. One of them could pull away and just take that job. Um, he said they've all gotten better. Josh and Guy. Guy is healthy. He's back from his surgery. He's getting transition. He's getting reps. Uh, Jamar had a really good spring. He got a little bit dinged up toward the end of spring with a concussion, but he was having a really good spring. So all three of those guys have great qualities, but no one's taken the job yet. Um... A little bit more, he said, it's a challenging and very competitive situation for them because if they want the job, they've got to be consistent, much like Carson is, and really compete within that group. All three of those guys were counting on playing, but none of them has separated themselves enough to warrant for him to be the mainstay. You know, to me at this point, Obviously, the quarterback competition is the big one, um, but outside linebacker might be number two. Um, Inside linebacker is another one that's in there. I I feel pretty good of saying Robert Barnes is going to get that spot, just based on what we've heard, which shouldn't count for too much, but just because this is a three-way competition that was so even last year. um, Also... I mean, we just heard it's very even today. Uh, I think that that's probably number two competition to watch. Also, you know, we don't have time to get into the kicker competition. That's going to be a fun one too. Uh, definitely excited to talk about that. Um, let's see. From there, uh, let's actually, let's let's take a quick break right here and we can keep going. Um, first of all, I want to remind you guys, if you want to become a member of DNVR... Now is a great time to do it. Use that uh was it? it's Camp 2021. I'm gonna double check that and make sure that's right. Um, but it's a code that's going to mean that not only do you become a DMVR member, you also get a sixty dollar gift card to the DMVR locker. So you can buy a hat or whatever, like a Nate Landman shirt. I mentioned yesterday I saw like the first mock-up of that. And I'm very excited for it, and I would guess that they're gonna have that ready to go before the season. But again, that's not really my thing. Um, but an 8 and shirt plus another shirt because it's the full sixty dollars. Um, again, that code—it's oh, not on this one. It's—I'm uh, pretty sure it's Camp Twenty Twenty One. It's definitely on the Broncos Twitter account. Um, but also, um. You can host your fancy football parties at the DMVR bar, whether you're a member, whether you're anybody else, it's a great deal. You sign up to host your party there. Um, It's a great bar. I've told you that before. Um, And you get two free pitchers of beer if you have your party there. So why not have your fancy football draft there? One's a, a... picture of your the Breckenridge beer of your choice another one's a draft beer of your choice just call the bar they open at three o'clock every day or email um, GM at theDMvrbar.com they'll get you all set up GM at the dmvrbar.com um but well, I might as well talk about Breckenridge brewery what am my I'm gonna be going with some seltzers tonight um, because I feel like while they are kind of dangerous and that you can drink a lot of them, I don't feel like I get very bad hangovers from them. And again, I am driving up to Boulder tomorrow, again, for day number four of six in a row before an off day for more and more days of this. Um, So that is very important. And also, I'm going to pay for that seltzer by uh, winning some money on these fights. Uh, But yeah, they make so many great products. You can check them out at the DMVR bar. You can check them out wherever you buy your beers. They have them just about anywhere. If you want to be sure, use the beer locator on the Breckenridge Brewery website. That's breckbrew.com. You can see exactly where you can pick up any of those beers that you could want to try. Also, um, they have some cool things going on. First of all, 1% of all their profits this summer is going to the uh, National Parks Conservation Association, which is a great thing to support. And if you're interested in a $30,000 Escape Pod camping trailer, you can go to breckbrew.com slash ingoodco. That's I-N-G-O-O-D-C-O. And enter for that. It's free. And let us know when you get in. Hopefully, I mean, that drawing's got to be coming up here pretty soon. We've been plugging that for a while. Um, and one more. We'll, we'll knock out a bunch of these. DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, DraftKings is the best way to bet. It's the place I do all my betting. And they now have same game parlays, which I mentioned yesterday. I had like a really big parlay that didn't hit. Um, Ryan did hit his. And it wasn't quite as big. His, his was like the $10 free same-game parlay that DraftKings just gave to everybody who has the app yesterday. Um, I made mine so that if I hit it, i get $650. He made like 60 bucks on his, which was probably a smarter way to do it. And that's just money that he gets now. Uh, if you're interested in free money, uh, here's a great option. Uh, if you're a new user, you can sign up for the DraftKings Sportsbook um, and bet $1.00. At least $1, I guess, on any Olympic event. And if America wins a medal this year, which they've already won 100 so you're in the clear there easily, uh, you get $100 in free credits. It's a great time to sign up. Uh, take advantage of that uh, because... Again, that's just a great way to start off your your betting career with a bunch of free money, so you don't have to be losing your own while you figure out how to do it. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DMVR when you sign up and turn one dollar into one hundred dollars in free credits if America wins a medal. That's code DMVR to turn one dollar into one hundred dollars in free credits for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call Alright Time to get back to all this stuff Um, Where were we In all these notes Um, Oh Here's a little note on the playbook So we mentioned this Again at Pac-12 Media Day We heard that uh, We heard that The playbook last year was cut down Significantly from what it was supposed to be The idea being you don't have Nearly enough time to implement all of that Um, today, Carl expanded a little bit, said that it was about 30 to 40% of the original size last year. This year, they've got the full playbook. Um, he was asked, this all came up when somebody asked him, uh, I think it was Jack who asked him, uh, are, are, is the team having an easier time picking up the playbook now that it's their second year in all these new systems and he said no because of the size uh, he said uh now that we've had a full off season we had training we had spring we had summer we're throwing the whole enchilada at them. um he said it's definitely not easier but these guys have a great feel for what our system feels and looks like i think they're digesting the information as we move forward and they're doing a pretty good job so there you go um you know i brought this up on the podcast i would have been tempted just to Limit things a little bit again, make it easy, make sure there aren't mistakes because it seemed to work really well last year, uh, but you can't really blame them. And I'm definitely excited to see some of the differences this time around. Um, Last note before we get into some more stuff from Mark Perry, Christian Gonzalez, um, but tomorrow's going to be a really big day. Uh, they aren't going to be in full pads. They will have shoulder pads on. Uh, Carl said, you know, we'll get a little more banging. Hopefully these guys will just continue to try and take care of each other from a health standpoint. Uh, And also, we're going to hear from the quarterbacks tomorrow. I haven't heard from them at all during camp, but they'll both be at the podium tomorrow after practice. And that's going to be fun. Brendan Lewis, J.T. Shrout, quarterback competition. What more could you ask for? All right into some of this Christian Gonzalez stuff. Uh, So we talked about sister, you know, running at 5 a.m. He said, like, just wake up for 45 seconds and go back to sleep. Um, If you guys haven't seen the clip, though, of the Lions, they had, like, a watch party because not only is Melissa Christian's sister, Melissa's also married to David Blau, the Lions quarterback. So there's, like, a really cool video because they all watched it and got excited. Um, Melissa actually... So she, she had the 400-meter hurdles Colombian record, and then she broke it, and then she actually just broke it again in the Olympics and uh, made it to the semifinals. is a cool cool thing. Christian said, Our family is meant for that. It wasn't a surprise for me. That's what she's been working on for her life. She got what she wanted. And you could tell, like, he really did, like, mean this. Um, motivational, inspirational, all that kind of stuff. Um and, that I mean, that was the big takeaway. She worked really hard, was successful because of it. Um, some other stuff we talked about. Uh, I asked him, what what did you, you learn last year? And he said, the, the big thing is how to forget about a play and not keep thinking about it. Because you just have to move on, um, especially at the cornerback position. Um, we talked a little bit, so... You'll remember Christian really got picked on last year because he was a true freshman. The Stanford game, I think he gave up nine catches on 13 targets. Um, and he said, it was definitely different coming out of high school where nobody would throw to my side. I invited that challenge. I came here to play early. I did what I wanted to do. A lot of people would look at that as an insult you know, to be thrown at. Uh, but I looked at it as a challenge. It's what I needed to do just to prove myself. It's good stuff. Uh, it's the right approach. Um, also said that he's taken on kind of a leadership role. And this is something that Carl said too. Carl said that he noticed in the spring that Christian was talking to all the young guys about, you know, how things go and teaching him about the playbook and all that kind of stuff. And Christian, you can tell that he's into it. He said, it's been fun helping out people. Uh, now that I've had half a year under my wings, more of the defense, trust me when I'm saying stuff, it's fun. Um Yeah said so they did what I did. It's a big change. The speed of practice, the speed of football, the whole mental aspect. They're going through that, but they'll be all right. Um, so there we go. Um, oh, here's here's the other big thing. Um, so somebody asked, like, is Christian going to take a big step, like, or something like that? And Carl said he did that over the summer. Uh, he's a quiet, confident player. You don't hear much from him vocally, but he's a guy that's high on detail, doesn't like to make mistakes, um, and that's probably all we have there. Oh wow, we're doing great time-wise. Um, this isn't loading. Need all my notes on uh, Mark Perry. Uh, so Mark was Mark was fun to talk to. Um, I'll say this, too. So, the plan was to put some of this audio on the podcast day so you could listen. There was just, like, some timing stuff that was going on today with, like, moving inside and all that. Um, And so, they weren't one-on-one interviews. Like, I was talking with Mark, with Brian Howell, and I was talking with Christian, um, with uh, Jack Carlo from the CU Independent, and... Because of that, like, I'm not going to put them on the podcast, you know. But I'll get some audio in here in the next couple days. Um, But I jumped in about halfway through because I was talking with Christian when Mark was already talking with, uh, uh, sorry, Brian. (laughs) A lot of names. Um, But I did have a chance to talk with Mark about some fun stuff. Um, Let's let's start by saying this. So, Pac-12 Media Day uh dimitri was talking about being the fastest player on the team running track all that kind of stuff uh he said he was the fastest well i brought that up with mark perry today mark took issue with that um he said well that's not exactly what happened uh we had a summer competition with uh with shannon turley we did a lot of starts get-offs And then they were calling the winner of all those. Um, We had like a 10-yard sprint, 15-yard sprint, all that stuff. Did it out of different positions. And then they would count how many wins each person got. Uh, Apparently, uh, so Dimitri had the most wins. Mark, though, still says that he's the fastest. Um, Worth noting, Mark had the second most wins. And then number three, I thought this was a little bit surprising. Nigel Bethel. He was he was third. Um, again, I believe it. It's just that we don't hear much about him, so it's always fun to hear names pop up. Um, talked about running track. He said it was a good experience. Um, he said that he uh, he does feel like it's helping him in football, um, primarily because he said he kind of like learned all the technique and that sort of stuff. Um, here's a quote: "Learning how to breathe while I'm running, it pays dividends." Being out on the field during those long drives, I'm not getting tired as fast. I've learned how to breathe while I'm running to just catch my breath. Um, Those long drives, I'm able to stay fresh. It's good. It's what you want to hear. You'll also remember, so in terms of like real football stuff, Darian Rakestraw starting free safety last year. um, He's gone. So there's one open job. Last year, Mark Perry was the starting strong safety for the first game, but After the first game, Isaiah Lewis was the starter. Again, Isaiah Lewis just kind of broke out last year. Nobody saw it coming and took that job. Mark did start another game later in the season, and that was when Colorado started in its nickel defense. And so Isaiah moved to the slot, and... Uh, mark started at strong safety so you can kind of see where they fit in and that that was how things work mark played strong safety last year he came in in nickel packages um and isaiah lewis moved from strong safety to the slot this year without having darian rake the the numbers change a little bit um We don't know how these guys will fit in. And remember, Chris Miller is back from injury this year. Uh, So far, though, Mark has been playing only at free safety. Um, He did say, though, that he thinks he's going to be moving the slot, or the plan is for him to move to the slot um, and move Chris to free safety. Um, I personally like it. I think that with Chris Miller's injury history, you kind of want him as far away from the line of scrimmage as possible. Like, it's not that I think he'd be bad playing that that star job, but you really don't want him to have to be, I mean, in some situations, an edge defender who's going to be going up against tight ends and offensive linemen. Just don't put him at risk. And that's something I think that Mark can handle. Um, it's just seeing how these pieces fit together. I think Mark is also faster. So, Throwing him deeper also makes some sense. You know, you can be explosive up front. It just seems like that's more of a more of like a luxury than like a necessity. And so maybe playing Isaiah Lewis in that star spot and keeping Mark at strong safety might be what I would do but also that's because that's what they did last season and I don't get to go watch practice and see what they look like in different roles. Um, again, uh, they're still cross training all of their defensive backs. So they're all playing all the different positions. They're ideally, you can kind of fit together seamlessly. Um, we'll close out with this. Um, I asked, I asked Mark what his goals were for this season, and here's what he said. I want to be the top defense in the Pac-12. I want to have the top secondary in the Pac-12 because I know we could do it. I've seen the work we put in. We've done the work, so all we've got to do is go out and execute. Uh, from there, he said, from a team standpoint, I want to win the Pac-12 South. I want to go to the Pac-12 Championship. I want to do all those type of things because I've seen what we've done in the summer and what we're doing now here in fall camp. I know it's possible. So there we go. Nice little bright note to finish things off. And uh, wow, we, we did great time-wise. I'm going to have a chance to change my shirt. That's going to be pretty cool. Um, that's going to do it for today. I'll be back up in Boulder tomorrow. I just realized, oh, I had a panic moment. I was like, oh, no, two hours ago, I was supposed to say who I wanted to interview. Um, and I just was writing and writing and went right through the deadline. I was like, oh, yeah. It's the quarterbacks tomorrow. No problem. Um, So, yeah, we'll be talking a whole lot about the quarterbacks tomorrow. Check that out. And also, check out thedmvr.com. Some great specials going on. um, And use just so many perks that come along with joining us, including, well, I'm pretty sure right now, yeah, six of the top 11 stories on the website are buffs. Yeah, so we have one, two, and three. And there's Rams at four. Rockies at five, Broncos at six, then buffs, buffs, Rockies, Nuggets, Buffs. Yeah, a lot of lot of buff stuff going on. So definitely check that out. Um that's gonna do it for today. I'll see you guys tomorrow.